Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Humane Nation podcast. I'm your host, Allie. As always, I hope you guys are doing great. Happy one year anniversary. I cannot believe that it's been almost one year since we've launched Humane Nation. It's been such an interesting journey, and I'm so happy and thankful that you guys have been a part of this. We've had amazing people on the show. We've been able to connect with incredible people. Um, At the beginning, you know, people sending in their animal stories, their companion animal stories, and, you know, overall, it's just been so, so cool. I wanted this episode to be a little bit of a reflection on just the past year, and if you're new here, you know, I want to talk a little bit about why Humane Nation was started and kind of the motivation behind that. But in general, I just want to first say thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of this and for being here and for listening. It's been such an amazing journey so far, and I just want to say thank you. But before we jump into our little anniversary episode, let's go ahead and dive into some animal news. So if you guys were here for the last episode, you may have remembered hearing about the news about the man in Yellowstone who had touched a bison calf and then the bison calf was then rejected by its herd. So then national park officials in Yellowstone had to euthanize the baby calf. Well, another situation like that has happened. And so now officials are looking for two male individuals who were caught harassing a bison calf in the Grand Tetons National Park. According to the New York Times, National Park Service Rangers have asked for help in identifying the two individuals who touched the bison calf on June 4th at the southern end of Elk Ranch Flats. The two men, one is wearing shorts and sunglasses and the other man is wearing long sleeves, are standing close to the bison calf. They had been harassing the bison calf. And of course, in the picture that's on the New York Times webpage, you can see the two men standing there with their phones, likely because for them, they were having a neat, fun experience that they could share with their friends online. But little did they know that when you interact with the bison calf, you are now putting that calf at risk of being neglected and rejected by its herd. Thankfully, unlike the bison calf situation in Yellowstone, National Park Service was able to successfully reunite the bison calf with its herd and they accepted the calf without any issues and it thankfully ended on a very good note for that bison calf. Just a reminder that bisons are the largest land mammal in the United States or at least in the lower 48 states and the males weigh up to 2,000 pounds. National Park Service recommends that you stay at least 25 yards away from bison for your safety and for their safety. All right, moving on to the next piece of news. Project Keep Me is a pilot program launched by Second Chance Animal Services in Massachusetts that provides temporary housing for the pets of domestic violence survivors or those that are trying to flee a domestic violence situation and are worried about the safety of their pet. That way they're able to take their pet to somewhere safe and also they themselves go into a safe place too during that time of transition. According to WWLP.com news, the program aims to help domestic violence survivors to prioritize their own safety without compromising the welfare of their furry companions. 
They will offer a safe haven for the pets, and that includes shelter, food, and medical care if needed. I think this is such a great program to offer, and honestly, we need more of these kinds of programs. Actually, we had an episode several months back, I want to say maybe even last August or somewhere around that time frame, we had Anna from Pigtopia come on the show and talk about Amber's Refuge. And Amber's Refuge is a a similar kind of program, but instead of domestic pets, she provides a safe haven for companion pigs. And if you're interested in learning more about that program, I definitely recommend that you check out episode 20 called Amber's Refuge featuring Anna from Pigtopia. And if you look in the description of that episode, you will find all kinds of links and phone numbers in case you or someone you know is experiencing a domestic violence situation. So please go ahead and check that out. There's also a website there called Safe Place for Pets. That is another website you can use in order to find a safe haven for your pet to go to while you yourself flee and get help as well. But all right, you guys, I think that wraps up the news portion for this week. Let's go ahead and jump into today's topic. So tomorrow on June 14th marks one year since Humane Nation was launched. And it is hard to believe that it's already been a year because it went by so fast, but it's so cool to look back on and see just all of the things that happened, all the people we were able to talk to and meet because of this experience of starting Humane Nation. And if you're new here, or maybe haven't listened to all the episodes, or maybe just forgot why Humane Nation was started in the first place, let's just take a little bit of a trip back in time and see what kind of led to that point. I have always loved animals, and that is no surprise at this point. Um, I think after 40 episodes, you kind of get the point that animals are kind of a big deal to me. I never really knew where or how to put my love and passion for animals into something. It's just always been a part of who I am. I've seen rescue videos by Humane Society of the United States. I've seen documentaries like Food Inc. that reveal the horrors of factory farming. I decided to help volunteer with one of the larger organizations. And, you know, over time I just realized, okay, I'm learning so many interesting and important information here. How can I share this with people? And so I personally took to my social media and tried to share things with my family and friends. I wanted to have a place where I could talk freely about these issues and educate others and also learn more myself by talking with other people and share that experience with whoever wants to listen, whoever wants to be a part of this journey. So back in 2021, I decided, all right, I think maybe a podcast is a good place for me to put all that information out there and if people want to listen then cool, they can be a part of it. And if not, then that's okay. They don't have to listen. Or if there's an episode that they're interested to learn more about, they can listen to that one. But if they don't want to listen to this other one, then they don't have to. My goal was just to put out the information and people can listen as they please. At the time, I was working as an administrative assistant in the agriculture department at a university. And I wasn't really happy with my job. It had shifted and changed due to covid 
and overall it just wasn't exactly what I had originally signed up for. So after work, I would come home, start working on the website, start trying to plan out the first podcast episode, learn how to record and all of that jazz. Finally, I decided, you know, if I'm going to be starting this, I want to go full in. I want to leave my job, find something that's part-time so I have more time to work on the podcast. And thankfully, it worked out in a way that I was able to leave my job and I was able to find something part-time. And my husband and I decided, okay, let's try this for a year and see what happens and go from there. And so at the beginning, I went into this thinking, in my head, I'm going to make this a nonprofit organization so I can raise money to help other nonprofit organizations. And after some time, actually, of doing this, I later was recommended by a friend to not pursue this as a nonprofit. And I'm glad that I took their advice. But when I first launched Humane Nation, it was exciting and nerve wracking all at the same time. I found a part time job that worked out. I was able to focus on Humane Nation. And along the way, we talked to some amazing people. The very first guest we had on the show, Chris from Chubby Goat Acres, she was probably one of the first farm sanctuaries that I had ever heard about or seen. And so I was so excited to have her as my first guest. And I was so nervous. Oh my goodness. It's actually funny looking back on that because I was so nervous for that first interview that I actually forgot to record for like the first 20, 30 minutes of her talking. I felt horrible. She was saying amazing content. We were going back and forth so smoothly. And then I realized I wasn't recording any of it. And Chris was probably the best first person I could ever have had on the show because she was so kind and gracious and was like, oh, hey, that was a great practice run. (laughs) And it worked out amazingly. But thanks to Chris, she then introduced me to Ryan and Molly from Little Woods, which you guys know we've had on the show twice now. And because of Ryan and Molly, we learned about Sawyer from Foreverland Farm. And it's just so cool how with learning about each of these different amazing animal-loving people and organizations, we were able to meet and find more amazing animal-loving organizations. I mean, from Anna from Pictopia to Rachel from Rescuber, the founder of Bailing Out Benji was on the show talking about puppies as Christmas gifts. And then a few months into starting Humane Nation, I was reached out to by Jamie from Mercy for Animals and somehow he had found the podcast and enjoyed it and it was just so cool to see how this was spreading. I'm just so thankful and because of Jamie hearing about the podcast, then I was able to be connected with Paula from Mercy for Animals to talk about Prop 12 and undercover investigations and it was just so cool to see how each of these people just come into this and became part of the journey of Humane Nation. But now that we've reached this amazing milestone, our one-year anniversary of starting this podcast, and we look into the future of what we want to see next, 
I still am so excited to see and meet all kinds of amazing people and guests that we have on the podcast and to get their message spread out there about the work that they're doing because that is so important to be able to use this platform for other people and get their message across and get it out there for people to hear. And, you know, I'm still excited to see what will develop and come out of Humane Nation. But I also know that we're at this point now that it's been a year. Like my husband and I agreed, you know, we would give it a year. And while I'm still going to continue with Humane Nation, I also know that it's going to shift a little bit. And you may have noticed that the past few months, it already has shifted a little bit. It's changed. We went from having an episode every week to episode every other week. And some of this was due to just having some technical difficulties with website complications, which then kind of, unfortunately, kind of brought me down and made me feel a little bit disappointed about the quality of Humane Nation and the work that I was putting out there. And, you know, as I now transition to finding a job more full-time, we'll probably still have episodes every other week, at least for now. And if things change, if we're able to get back to having once a week, then that'd be amazing. Um, But in general, I'm excited to see what will continue to come out of Humane Nation and what new listeners will join us on the way, on this journey. And overall, it's just so cool to see all that has already come out of this. And I just am so thankful for you guys. I'm thankful that you've been listening and joining along. I did not know what fully to expect out of this experience and out of starting Humane Nation. And it'll be so cool to see what happens and changes in our next year anniversary. So in a summary of all of this, I am so thankful for you guys. I'm excited to see where Humane Nation will go this next coming year and just really open to God's guidance in this and just excited to continue this journey with you guys. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I know it was a little bit different, not really talking about an animal welfare issue, but I just wanted to take time and thank you guys and just reflect on how this began and, you know, just the excitement to see where it goes in the future. Our website is down. However, I would love to hear you guys' feedback. And if you're wanting to connect, you can email us at info at thehumanenation.com or you're welcome to reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram at thehumanenation. And don't forget to follow us while you're there. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time. 